Today on episode 111 of the Home of Play podcast, Sony is reportedly considering in-game ads for free-to-play games. Sony has also confirmed the release dates for the new PlayStation Plus plans, and the God of War Ragnarok developer assures players that it's still coming in 2022. All that and much more. So much more, so let's get some intro. Happy Monday and welcome home, everybody. Welcome back to episode 111 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday the two best friends join forces to give you the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we're the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff that you do not need here. This allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free for you. Enjoy at your leisure. We only ask you to help support the show by subscribing to the Home of Play podcast, by telling your friends, family, and the crazy uncle that you see once a year about the show and that they can find us in all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month, we're growing us all because you love the gaming homies, helping to spread the cause through the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, please send any of those to your email address, homeofplaypodcast at gmail.com. And then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss all the non-news we had this week. On today's episode, we like I said, it's a light week. Um, somehow we always make it work, though. So I have confidence in us, Chris. But before we share that confidence with you, the listener, we must talk about what we did last week. Chris, give me your rundown. Yeah, I actually got a good amount of gaming in this week. Uh, productive gaming? Yeah, that's <laughs> hard to decide, but it was gaming nonetheless. Um, so yeah, shortly after we recorded last week's episode, uh, I finished Ghostwire Tokyo. I got the platinum for it. Didn't take too long. It's definitely a reasonable open world platinum game. Um, overall, uh, like I said in the past, I enjoyed my time with it. I don't think it's a game I would probably go back to maybe, maybe if there was DLC, but honestly, I, I think it's just, I'm good with what it was. Uh, just that, that piece of the game good good times uh and yeah i'm i'm happy to not go back to it i guess it's 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 done uh if there was like a new game plus mode that came out i don't think i would do it i just it, it would maybe be fun to try to play the game on the hardest difficulty because it definitely there are times where it gets pretty hairy in some of the boss fights or more of the mass minion fights but yeah that's pretty much it for that one and then i uh decided to go back to dying light 2 so that one's been interesting. Um, I'm having an okay time with it. Um, there are still a lot of bugs and issues in that game. Uh, I even made like a tiny little list of just some of the problems that I'm having with it. Uh, and it's not, I'm not having a lot of like critical problems where the game's like unplayable, but the little things are starting to add up and I kind of just want to be done with it at this point. Um, so. The first thing is like there's some climbing issues which you don't want to hear in that type of game. It reminds me of some of the early Assassin Creed games where it's like clearly it's like I should be able to climb that ledge, but it doesn't quite work and the functionality is like kind of glitchy or it's like you you should be able to grab it, but it doesn't work. Uh, So there's some kind of mechanics that are just not quite right. For instance, there's one part where it's like you learn the ability to run on walls. But I tried jumping off of a pipe, running on the wall, and grabbing another pipe, 
and my character just runs into that second pipe and then slides down it and then falls to his death. Like he doesn't grab the pipe. It's uh, it's very confusing. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing something wrong because I tried multiple times. I ended up just being able to jump the gap, uh, doing some clever maneuvering. But it's just some small stuff like that just slowly adds up. Um, there's one part where I fast travel to uh, one of my bases. And as I'm trying to leave, there's, I'm opening a door. And you see the animation of the door opening, but there's a copy of the door still there. And it's like almost like an imp- infinite door opening glitch. And I can't get through the, do- the door. So that was a pain in the butt, <laughs> obviously. Um, one big thing I sent it to Steve was... For some reason, uh, a zombie or something will lock onto you, even though you're not aware of it. Um, the game kind of tells you because there's like a, a highlight. It highlights some of your HUD around the edge of it that there's somebody in that direction. But it, isn't, it doesn't ever point me in the direction of whatever's locked in on me. So when I'm trying to hand in quests at certain areas, it's not letting me because there, it says there's something's, in, something's engaged with you. You got to go kill it before you can like progress the quest. And I am having that a lot, which is very frustrating. Um, the trophies, some of them are glitched. I thought I'm going to have to replay certain parts of the game because uh, there's one a big one that's well known is when you get to the bazaar at the beginning of the game, it's kind of like the very first city. It's supposed to give you an achievement for just, you know, you found the bazaar. It didn't work for me. And I'm like, damn it, I'm going to have to do this beginning part again. But then later on, as I like kind of completed the bazaar area, it popped like three trophies at the same time that were like, they were all related to what I had done or done, but it just wasn't properly at the time it should have done. Uh, and then another one where you have to like align facilities. Do you want to give the facility to the survivors or to the police force? For some reason, like I've only done, I think six of the seven facilities, but for some reason it was counting some other thing I was doing as a facility even though it wasn't a facility and it gave me the achievement and i'm like well but i haven't even unlocked all the facilities and given it to the same team so i don't know just glitchy stuff like that uh and then just the game has some kind of like problems with the questing there's a lot of lore um which i'm kind of because of all the issues i just don't care about it so i've kind of been skipping a lot of the lore um and then just a lot of fetch quests. Go get this thing and bring it back to me or get this thing and give it to that person. Like, there's a fair amount of that in this game, um, which is okay if you like that sort of stuff. And I mean, it's, I guess it's fun because you maybe find new collectibles and stuff like that. But I don't know. There's just... Some of the quests are just kind of... I don't know. Very repetitive. And a lot of the areas are the same. Like, there's the fast travel locations or subway systems. And you have to restore the power to the subway uh, stations they're all pretty like there's some the station itself is slightly different from each other but very similar which it would be probably in real life but then like you have to do this thing where you go down this elevator shaft which are all identical and to restore the power to four generators that are endless like it's like a two room thing and there's like maybe 20 small rooms off the room and it puts the generators kind of randomly. There's generators in all the rooms, but the ones you have to activate are in r- random of, of the four rooms. It's just very, like, like what's the point of this? Like, nobody would die because there's radiation in the room, but it's like nobody's going to die in this area or anything. So it just gets rid- it burns your time for the sake of burning time. But uh, overall, I mean, 
I enjoy the game. It's got some cool aspects to it. I have a feeling I'd probably like the first one more because uh, I know it was a pretty popular game. Don't know why that one slipped past me, but yeah. Uh, overall, it's it, I had more fun with like Ghostwire Tokyo than I am with this one, but this one's going to take me a lot more time if I'm actually going to try to get the platinum. So it's not uh, there's some especially with glitchy trophies that there's always a risk with that type of thing. So. Other than that, uh, I played a little bit of PUBG last night. I, I, I feel like I'm kind of done with that game now because I'm having more fun playing against the bots, which is kind of crappy because there's so many cheaters. Every time we play a game, it's like if, you're, if we don't see a cheater, like that's amazing, but it's so f- like far and you, it hardly ever happens. You're always finding cheaters. And it's not like me being sour or saying oh that guy's cheating when you watch your kill cam you could see the guy's aim is like snapping to people and you could see you could tell he's looking through he could see you through walls because he's got like hacks on so it's it's very obvious that you report them whatever they get banned for however long they get banned but it's just it's painful I, i need a new shooter something a new i need a new group shooter game not sure what i want but that's pretty much my gaming in a nutshell for this week. I was happy to actually get a good amount in this week. So, How about yourself, Steve? Have you played any more Elden Ring or anything else or nothing at all? Uh, this week I got some gaming time finally. Yay. So, uh, It was all Elden Ring. I'm not going to lie. I am sucked back in. I started another new character because I think last time I talked about it, I started an assassin. I wasn't liking where it was going. And then, uh, so I started another character. This time, I can't remember what the class is called. It's like, oh, man. Starts with a C. Confessor, I think. Yeah, I think it might be the Confessor class. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, it's basically Faith. Uh, It has, like, it's a mixed mage. It's like a battle mage is what I refer to that as. So, anyway, started that. Watched, uh, what got me into that whole setup was there was a cool video on YouTube about a Black Flame Reaper build, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's do something totally different than last time. So, I'm not usually a magic guy, so it's been interesting, but knowing where everything is, it's kind of cool to see how even more open this game is than I thought. Like, I kind of did half of uh, Stormvale, or Storm, yeah, is it Stormvale Castle? I think so. That's right. And Yeah, and then anyway, I I did half of that, and then got the items I needed, and then I bounced out and went around the castle, because you can totally skip it. It's it's awesome when you find the path, and you're like, man, you programmed this, and then I ended up, like, wanting some, like, endgame talismans now, so I went to Kaled, even though I shouldn't have, and got an item and then in doing that there was like another thing that got me way more experience than i should at the start and then i'm like yeah that's cool and then i got these talismans that take me to another place that's like way like i basically skipped three bosses and i'm in places i just shouldn't be and i'm like man this is kind of so cool when you're revisiting you're like man i could have skipped like 75 percent of this game um so yeah having a good time with that i got all the items i needed and uh, now i kind of have this like level 50 uh, early game like build with the scythe and all these other things and it's really neat uh kind of switching between magic and specifically black flame magic and uh just the scythe itself which uses like it's like faith scaling so uh yeah uh then i went back and i beat margit beat godric um i guess the only two safe bosses that you can talk about because they're in the trailers 
And yeah, had a good time doing that. And uh, I don't know, hopefully one of my friends is going to show up today and uh, we can hopefully play that in the evening because uh, I want to help him finally beat the game, but it also greedfully just work on my own character with him because <laughs> uh, he might be able to like, like hand me some items that I need as well. And oh man, all I know is like, you think you're free and then Elden Ring drags you back in and I mean, not that there's a lot of temptation to move away from Elden Ring right now, but uh, this this game might be my life now. <laughs> I think I'm permanently stuck, so. So, enough about my week, enough about Chris's week. I believe it is time for us to get into the news, and we're going to start with a little one. Tales from the Borderlands sequel revealed arriving later this year. This one comes from VG247. The episodic, story-driven Borderlands spinoff, Tales from the Borderlands, is receiving a sequel. This follow-up is to be expected later this year with an official announcement for the game coming in summer. The teaser came from Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford at PAX East 2022. Pitchford spoke of the affinity players have for the game's characters and how the team at 2K and Gearbox have an interest in developing the Borderlands universe in new ways. Pitchford continued, in quotes, I'm talking about an all-new Tales from the Borderlands adventure. Pitchford then went on to say that the brand new Tales from the Borderlands installment can be expected later in 2022, published by 2K Games and developed by Gearbox Software. It appears that, according to Pitchford, the game has secretly been in development for a while now. Okay, that is it. End of article, and I don't have much to say here, so Chris, I just want you to take it away. I think you have more of a fondness I, for the original yeah, Tales of the Borderlands. I, I enjoyed it. I, I did like some of the characters and... I felt like some of the choices were uh, pretty decent in the game. Uh, I, I think there is some humor there uh, for sure. It might not be your type of humor, which I think you've we've talked about in the past. It's not really your humor. Um, it is it my humor? No, but it, I I get it. So it's like I I'm accepting more accepting of it. I guess um, there are some moments. There was like the 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 one big moment was like the the hand finger gunfight type th event that happens in the game which is hilarious and i love that part that was so good so i'm excited to see a second one i'm not crazy a borderlands like i i have the first one i played the first one probably the most the second one i never got into the pre-sequel one i didn't play um the new tiny tina's one i've seen some people play it it's the it's in it's got some interesting aspects but uh, whatever it's not enough to grab me so but yeah, I, I play any of these uh, uh, games, like these Telltale style games that are, you know, choices, decisions. I, I like them. Uh, is it my favorite? Mm, no, I'm probably more excited for, uh, what's that other one? Uh, wolf one? The, the fairy oh, tale wolf one? Among Us? Wolf, yeah, Wolf Among Us. I'm much more excited for that one because the first one of that was pretty epic, but is my favorite telltale game yeah yeah um yeah so it's interesting that they're going to be doing it themselves and it's not going to be through telltale that's that's the curious thing i don't know if that's going to mean that it's going to be better or worse that i it's hard to say uh telltale definitely has a formula for how they do things and it worked decent for them anyway for a while uh they didn't evolve enough but that's another conversation so Overall, I'm interested. Uh, let's hope that they don't price it at a full game. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it won't be worth it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, you kind of nailed it for me. Uh, I just, the, 
my humor does not connect with this game. I think it's try not to be mean. It, it just seemed like baby humor where it's like, oh, look, this robot's being sassy. And I'm like, okay, cool. But like, I don't know. It's, it was just whatever. I didn't like the characters. I don't think there was a story or at least one that couldn't interest me. It was by far the, I think you were the only thing that made me finish it. Cause you're like, Steve, it's an easy platinum. Just do it. Just finish it. And I was just, I don't know. I felt like you had to drag me across <laughs> the uh, war zone there because I just could not care. I, I finished almost every telltale game I purchased. That was the hardest to get through. And there's some hard ones like game of Thrones was not, that <laughs> was not great either um so yeah i don't know i hear this and i'm like I, I think it's interesting like you brought up it's being made by 2k i think it could have more canon it could have you know obviously very closely related characters that appear in the other games i think it could all interweave a little easier i guess because it's being made in-house but at the same time who knows if they're going to nail you know, that connection, that storytelling mechanic, because they, they don't really do that, right? Uh, but anyway, we'll move on to something hopefully a little more uplifting. Amy Hennig is working on a new Star Wars game. This one comes from Game Informer. Skydance New Media, the studio helmed by famed writer Amy Hennig, has announced it partnered with Lucasfilm Games to develop a new Star Wars title. The upcoming game is described in a press release as a richly cinematic action-adventure game that will feature an original story. That's about all there is in terms of details as the project appears very early in development. Hennig, best known as the chief creative mind behind the Uncharted series, is no stranger to working on the Star Wars license. Her last foray into the universe was EA's ill-fated Project Ragtag, the cancelled Star Wars title by the now-defunct Visceral Games. This marks the second major project for Skydance New Media, which was formed in 2019. Last October, Hennig announced her team was developing an original story-focused action-adventure Marvel game as its first title. We still don't know anything about that game either, but having now two major Disney properties under its belt are big gets for the young studio. So, we've talked about this in the past in the sense that, am I excited for a new Star Wars game? Me? No. I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. I, I enjoy them. Uh, they're fun to talk to people about. They've had some definitely some good games. The most recent one was great. Uh, I did like the Force Unleashed ones. Uh, Battlefront was pretty decent, especially visually. It was really good. Um, how about yourself? You're, I think, more of a Star Wars guy than me, that's for sure. But I, I don't know if you, I don't think you're a major Star Wars person. But does this excite you? And is it exciting that Amy's the one who's working on it? So I'll tell you why it's somewhat exciting is it's a little, well, I, I'm not the only one to have this theory. I've seen a bunch of people talk about it on Twitter, um, but I'm, I think I'm in the same boat as them where I kind of think if she can get it to work out, she might just try to remake the game that was canceled before. And that would be kind of interesting because every time you hear people in the know bring up like what they saw of it or at least concept art they would just seem excited from what they did see and i guess i have hope in that you're right i'm not the biggest star wars guy i enjoy the movies but i i don't go like read the books or get comics or anything like that for star wars um i just enjoy most of the movies like obviously some like 
the last few have been i liked um unleashed i think and then it just kind of went downhill from there but that's disney's weird ideas of like hey let's have different directors on every movie and somehow that's going to make a cohesive trilogy right so um i don't know I, i i think i'm open to it like it's more exciting to hear this than hey like battlefront 3 is coming um i like different people having the creative freedom to show us their interpretation their view of what this galaxy could be which is difficult Um, with disney because disney usually puts uh strict leashes on things (laughs) for sure so i don't know i'm optimistic but again early development you know, it's just another like Star Wars early development, which now it feels like there's what six, if not more. Cause I think, what was it? Respawn has three alone, if, if memory serves well. You've got Ubisoft has one. Um, uh, Quantic Dreams. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Quantic Dreams. Yeah. They're more action one that they're doing. Uh, oh, yeah. You're right. That is true. They did say that. You have Knights of the Old Republic remake. That's a lot. Um, like that's a th- lot. There's a, a lot. lot, and I'm probably forgetting some. Yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, uh, you're right. It, it is a lot. Um, there's no if ends or buts about it. So I don't know. Like, one half means like something good has to come from the lot, right? Like, you can't have that many games and they, they're all terrible. But at the same time, I'm a little worried it's going to become like Star Wars as has become film and TV show where. I'm just like already kind of burnt out again. Yeah, we know the Quantic Dream win will probably win us. That's for sure. That's probably going to be a win. <laughs> yeah, just because you and I, out. we just like everything that comes out of them. So usually, again, we we don't have to get into Beyond Two Souls, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been hurt before. <laughs> 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 okay, so we're gonna move on to Sony reportedly considering in-game ads for free-to-play titles. This one comes from GameIndustry.biz. Sony is reportedly working on a plan to introduce ads in free-to-play games on its PlayStation platforms. This is according to a new report from Business Insider, which comes a few days after a previous article from the publication said that Microsoft was working on similar plans. Business Insider talked to sources close to the matter who reported that Sony has partnered with ad tech firms to help developers create in-game ads. The company reportedly wants to encourage studios to focus on free-to-play titles by giving them a way to monetize them as the pandemic boosted their success. This new approach to advertising on PlayStation should launch by the end of the year with uncertainty around whether Sony would take a cut from the ad revenue. The plan reportedly started taking shape 18 months ago around the time PlayStation 5 released. Microsoft's approach to in-game ads on Xbox would be quite similar to Sony's with ads appearing on billboards inside the games, for instance, hoping to avoid disrupting gameplay, which I'm a fan of. The company would also not take a cut of the revenue developers raise with their in-game ads. Okay, Chris, I don't know why I had such difficulties reading this, uh, but if editing was done correctly, no one will ever know. <laughs> so, uh, beyond that, what is your uh, first opinion or first uh, impression of this concept? There's, there's a, like a right way and a wrong way to do it, and the article uh, says like the way Microsoft does it. And this isn't like a new thing where it's like, you know, most racing games there's billboards and all that kind of stuff they'll have random ads for things usually car advertisements or energy drinks or tons of different things axe body spray (laughs) so it's that kind of stuff sure 
as long as it's not as bad as like the UFC thing that we had talked about way in the past where it's like oh, the yes. game literally cuts to like a, a movie trailer for something coming out soon. Uh, as long as like they say, like it's not going to be actually disruptive to the gameplay. I'm kind of fine with it. Like it's a free to play game at uh, this to me. You should like, why not advertise in there? Like a- as long as it's not, as long as the free game isn't like crazy on like, you know, uh, pay to win mechanics as well like don't don't double down and like really try to milk it like make it so that at least if you're advertising advertise for things and it's like i'm curious too is like what kind of things would they advertise is it the things that i'm talking about like vehicles body sprays you know that type of stuff or are they going to be like advertising for themselves uh, like sony movies or uh, other first party titles like are you going to see like i don't know you know, horizon, uh, billboards and games, like stuff like that. So they're the free to play games. I I'm honestly fine with it. If, if they're going to put it anywhere, that's where it should go. It, I better not see that. I mean, I say, I better not see that in other games, but they're all really subtle in other games, like Pepsi products, Coke products, all that kind of stuff. They're, they're in games. A lot of them. It just, our eyes are trained to, like not really see them if you know what i mean so i'm okay with it it's fine it's free to play gotta make their money yeah, somewhere as long as it stays to the free to play um games then i i don't care honestly like i'm I'm with you on that like if you're telling me like Fortnite, you're playing and there's for whatever reason a billboard and it has like a coke bottle i'm not going to just stop playing the game and be offended yeah. and uh just start screaming I mean, well, we're used hair. to it that we get this in TV and movies all the time. Movies are shameless yeah. for this stuff. When 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 it yeah when a scene starts and the the camera's like on the 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 hood ornament of the front of the the car and then it pans out and the scene actually starts. Like, come on, that's not done on accident. That's on purpose, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, and then like the you know most of the time you'll see an Apple uh, laptop, but if you don't. It's usually because it's a Sony movie, and then everyone's they tape got over Sony the Apple. everything. Yeah, <laughs> they tape over and, it in the same color of the thing, so you pretend like you can't see what brand well, it is. Well, and then sometimes, like you'll yeah, you'll see like surfaces, and then like Windows phones, and you're kind of like, this is weird. Like nobody uses but it these. lines <laughs> up, right? Yeah, but whatever. Like I said, it doesn't really sound like it's going to affect me or you know anyone playing not free to play games. And again, I think you're right. Like it depends how it's handled. Like. If it's kept in check and it's not disruptive, it's not annoying. You don't have to watch a whole actual like a YouTube like ad trailer. Yeah. Then yeah, that would be obscene. And you're just, but I I would hope that it never gets that far. Like I would hope that people are just going to bounce out if you try to make them uh, watch videos every couple of seconds or whatever. So yeah, if it just sticks to billboards and other weird uh you know hidden things like that or even if it's just in game and there just happens to be that item i'm like well as again as long as they're not focusing on that like you know you got a spider-man cut scene and he's trying to talk to mary jane about the relationship but it's slowly just zooming in on a pepsi ball <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> that's I'm more like, funny yeah, i'll okay. accept it that's yeah you'll accept it then but uh, otherwise then yeah i, I don't mind and, whatsoever. and i'll add that as long as it's not built into the game mechanics and the way i, I mean that is like the mobile games and like facebook games and stuff like that where it's like your character runs out of like energy and you mm. have to watch this 30 second ad to get an extra 20 energy oh yeah as long as it doesn't turn into that type of thing then that's okay 
But if it turns into that type of thing, you're I me I would say your your player base should probably drop, but I don't know. I don't think that happens actually in real life because there's people those companies are making millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Somebody's watching those ads and playing those games. Ah, uh, so yeah, we can move on to our next article. Sony has confirmed release dates for the new PlayStation Plus. Woohoo! This one comes from VGC. Sony has announced the release date schedule for its new three-tier PlayStation Plus subscription service. As previously confirmed, PlayStation Plus's Essentials, Extra, and Premium tiers will begin rolling out in June and arrive first in Asia, followed by North America and Europe. Additionally, Sony will be expanding its cloud streaming access to Bulgaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Greece, Hungary, Malta, Poland, Republic of Cyprus, Romania, Slovakia, and Slovenia. The exact release dates for the new PlayStation Plus are Asia markets excluding Japan targeting May 23rd, 2022, Japan targeting June 1st, 2022, and the Americas targeting June 13th, 2022. I was robbed. I want to be part of the May 23rd. <laughs> You're moving. <laughs> I, I feel like that's almost a whole month away. Uh, I mean, I get it. I think they're going to do this as like a test ground and they're just yeah. slowly open up more and more to see how, like can the servers I, handle it all that stuff yeah. but you know let us be the test market I, i'll i'm willing to test <laughs> willing to i test. want that premium tier service yeah, now yeah the way i read it was kind of like it's more of a not trial but it's more of a testing ground for the asia markets mm-hmm. first and then once they know it's like sufficient then they'll pass it on to everybody else so yeah I mean, it's not a huge jump to from May 23rd to June 13th either, so. No, it just. All this means for us, I think, is that we're probably going to not buy any games until June 13th. <laughs> Unless it's something Honestly. like a major title that we know wouldn't be included, a new game. But any yeah. older game, I think we're going to stick with our guns and say, we probably won't be buying anything until this date because. Maybe it'll be free at that point for us because we're obviously getting the new plans. So, and even if like a lot of the games that we think might show up there one day, or because again, not everything will be there at launch. Yeah, I mean, not everything's going to be available all the time and at the same time. We get that, but I feel like even if all that stuff falls through and we're not, you know, I, even though I've pointed out a couple games, I'll probably play right at launch. Um. For me, it's just that back catalog. Uh, I need to see those PS1 games. Uh, if you get access... Possibly PSP. If you get access to, let's say, all the PS1, PS2 games that you could imagine, mm-hmm. um, what do you think you would play right away if it went on there? If they have Persona 4, because I know it won't be golden, but if I can at least play Persona 4, I think I'd do that because I've heard so many people... Uh, hype it for me mm-hmm. um what else would i do um possibly the soul reaver games mm-hmm. yeah those are probably oh i'd really like it if that blood open too oh yeah okay i would like to play that again um ah, man there's so many games uh, especially when we get to the ps2 i know like right so many i i would really want to play vagrant story that's a ps1 oh, yeah. classic yeah there's a um, lot of ones that were more um Japanese games that were turned uh, or localized for North America. For yeah. some reason, I there was a lot of those that I I never got to play or never played. I don't know why there wasn't a reason mm-hmm. for it. But there was a lot of good games that were done that way, and I I never played them. So I'd maybe go back to those. I've been yeah. feeling in a shooter mood lately too. 
So I think I would really want to go back to the PS2 and play Black. If you haven't played mm-hmm. Black, that was like that was the pinnacle of PS2 graphics. I think in my in my mind, the way I remember it, it was like that's it looked the best game I've seen that the PS2 could output. If you know what I mean. So. Yeah, and it was yeah, pretty. I decent. mean, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to look at the catalog and just go through it and see whatever like honestly, triggers yeah, me. Yeah, I feel like I'm just blanking because there it's just it almost feels infinite the amount of games I know, that came yeah. on PS2 especially um obviously i think i'd go back to a lot of the the place uh final fantasy classics um parasite eves mm-hmm. dino crisis if that shows up i'd probably play dino crisis 2 again uh maybe one because i don't think i ever beat one if i recall uh the original I mean, devil front May missions Cry's. um oh devil may cry is good uh which, again we we could probably spend the rest <laughs> yeah, of this oh, episode yeah, just oh, yeah. pulling up games yeah. right uh there's so many jrpgs that I've, i'm just probably not thinking of that i'm gonna see in a list and be like man i gotta get to that like me and you've talked before like i keep teasing you i'm like if legend of the dragoon shows up like you're probably gonna be on that i'd probably play it again yeah yeah so i yeah it, there's there's possibilities here i mean or it's just us overhyping ourselves and we're gonna be very disappointed <laughs> possibly yeah. um but I mean, heck, if they're, you know, they're saying things like 400 games on the extra tier alone, and then they're saying what, like another 300 with the premium. So I'm like, it, there's got to be something in the 700 yeah. games. Yeah. You know, there's got to be something. I mean, there's well, a lot yeah, of games, we, so there could be a lot yeah. of shit, but there's got to be yeah, a couple. Sure. There's got to be a couple. They're all those, like, remember, especially in the PS2 times, it was more prominent, but uh, like Barbie's, like, <laughs> horse ranch and yeah. can you imagine if that's all the games all, it's the all games. those like cheap uh yeah just knock off that eventually just all started falling towards nintendo yeah the, the ones that were prominent at the blockbusters they were always on the shelves because nobody ever rented them <laughs> oh you know i was just thinking too like spider-man the movie one and two that would be uh i'd go back to those two yeah those were like good before you got the really buggy ones came out it's probably the best spider-man you got until insomnia came yeah. into it again there's a lot but not spider-man 3 no no <laughs> never <laughs> never never again uh so anyway we can keep moving forward god of war ragnarok developer assures players it's still coming in 2022 this one comes from vgc on wednesday so- sony santa monica studio tweeted a video of Corey barlog asking fans to remain remain patient for news on the upcoming God of War sequel. This message received numerous replies from followers concerned that the continued lack of information on the game means it may have been delayed to until 2023. The video was also tweeted by the game's animation director, Bruno Velasquez, hopefully I'm saying that right, who was asked by a follower, in quotes, Bruno reassures us that it will come this year 100%. Velasquez uh, did, as the follower asked, categorically replying Ragnarok is coming this year. In Wednesday's video, Barlog, who revealed last September that he wasn't returning to direct Ragnarok, addressed a lack of updates on the game. In quotes, speaking of God of War Ragnarok, the elephant in the room, we haven't said a lot about this. That's because everybody is heads down, hard at work, he said. We are perfectionist. Everyone's tightening up the graphics on level three, there is so much going on right now that I just wish that we could share it with you, but it's just not ready to be shown. But I guarantee you, the moment, the very second that we have something 
that we are ready to share, we're going to share it because we don't want to hold any of this back. So please hold tight. Know that something cool is coming and that we, everybody here at Santa Monica, is so incredibly thankful for all your support you've given us. Okay, so I feel like this is almost two articles because the first half is the confidence that it's coming out. And then the second half is Corey Barlog saying a lot of things that makes it seem like this game is not coming out. (laughs) Even though he keeps saying it is. It's coming. It's It's just coming. I just, how can you not have anything to show? You know, we see so many games that have stuff to show and they're still delayed into next year. Uh, You know, we can just pull up uh, Forbidden West. They show that game for, I don't know, a good year, if not a year and a half. We were actually seeing real gameplay and that still got dropped into the next year. Yeah, because the only thing we've gotten so far was just a cinematic right if i'm not mistaken so absolutely I, yeah I, the one thing i will uh, well no th- sorry there was gameplay was in there it. a little bit of gameplay in it yeah oh yeah yeah very scripted like couple scenes yes yeah um the one thing i'll give them credit for the the perfectionists aspect of it um the previous god of war i was pretty flawless right like i don't remember there ever being any major issues or even minor issues when that game came out it's been a while where a game, like a new game comes out and like right out of the box, it actually like functions mm-hmm. <laughs> like properly. I don't remember there being too many issues with it, which is like I say, it's, it's rare. That doesn't happen yeah. nowadays. So the fact that they're, he's saying, you know, heads down, they're working hard on it. I tend to want to believe them that they, they are doing that. Like they're going for quality for sure. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, at least with that part, I do think they do good work. Um, I mean, even their not that it was directly tied to them, but their PC port was beyond flawless. Uh, it seemed to be amazing. better than most games that kept. And they took for their PC. time on it too. Yeah, and you know, God of War was received well. It has very good reviews. I have no doubt that this one will be well received. I still think, just because it's going to be, I feel like fairly similar to the first game uh, you know you'll see some of those scores drop a little but it will still be nothing less than a good game mm-hmm. um but yeah basically i just feel like you know they keep saying 2022 but then they just have nothing to show and i don't know i don't think it's an impossibility like you know it very much may hit that goal i just everything we just read none of it sh- you know, spews confidence in my direction. Do we want to make some predictions? Uh, if we do, because I think my prediction is we'll probably get some actual footage, gameplay, a little bit more depth, probably in June. Um, I'm thinking May because they have to start talking about this new PlayStation Plus Plus. I just what I like calling it, uh, mm-hmm. not official. And I'm wondering, I. See, PlayStation's been really weird lately. Um, they might just do their own tiny five-minute state of play, which that's is what I suspect lately. it would be. Yeah, and then it would just be that. But you know, there's the like the childhood and like childish boy and in, locked inside of me is just like wants there to be this big thing. It's like okay, it's the new PlayStation Plus, and by the way, here's God of War, and you know, and finally just talk about some things because really we don't, we still don't know a lot, right? Like when we're talking. PlayStation first party stuff, as far as I know, the only things that we're aware of is God of War now and Spider-Man 2, and I guess Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Two of those being Somniac. 
Otherwise, we have no idea what's going on. Are we thinking a November release date? If it were to hit 2022, I'm yeah, I would think it's September or November. Um, I see November's just going to be hard because it depends what Call of Duty does, but I think Call of Duty usually hits that. It either come out early November, but then and I, I know a lot of people keep telling me like, oh September, like they don't do September. I'm like, yeah, Spider Man came out in September. It did fine. Uh, it did really fine actually. So I still don't think that's an impossibility either. So if you if you we think that we'll hear something in May and June, it it might be for a September release date. But if we don't hear anything in May and June, we probably won't hear anything till September, and then there'll be a November release date probably. Yeah. That's my I'm, I'm making like, a scrunchy face with that, but I, that's the two predictions. Because I mean, I again, say. we've heard we've heard plenty of stuff about Forbidden, uh, sorry, Horizon Forbidden West, yeah. and then right away they just and it was the same story as this. They just kept hitting us with like, "It's coming, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry," and it slipped to 2023. And it's just like, I mean, you predicted that the whole time, and that's why I think I'm just getting a lot of PTSD about you know what happened there could easily happen here. And, you know, and again, we've seen less of this game than Horizon at the same points. And so if it could happen to Horizon with seemingly being more ready than this game is, that is my issue. I guess we'll see. I'm pretty sure it'll be a stay to play. That's just what, you know, Sony's been doing. So it's just the yeah. question is, is when. So we'll have to see. But we will continue on. Uh, this one's just a smaller article, I think, but uh, and we kind of talked about our opinions on this. Uh, I think it was even last week we talked about this. Um, Naughty Dog Recruiter seemingly hints at plans for more Uncharted games. This one comes from VGC. On Tuesday, Christina Marie Drake McBrearty, hopefully I said that last name right, announced on LinkedIn that she had joined the studio this month as a primary recruiter. In her post... McBrearty said she is scouting for talent at every level and it's special being able to be building future teams for not only new titles, but the legacy of Uncharted. That was a mouthful. Earlier this year, two Naughty Dog developers suggested the studio remains open to the possibility of making more Uncharted games. So yeah, not too much to go on here other than there sounds like they're recruiting more people to their teams. Um, it's funny that this article comes out because I think it was last week or the previous week we were talking about our um, tiredness uh, in regards to the Uncharted games. Uh, it just, we feel like, you know, we're exhausted. We don't need any more. They've told the story. Um, maybe they're hoping that the hype of the movie, maybe it'll bring it up a little bit more and they want to do a new game after the movie, maybe. That could be what they're aiming for. But yeah, I think uh, just overall, uh, we yeah we talked about this before. How we're kind of tired of this these this game. Not that we like hate it or anything. It's just we need a break. <laughs> yeah, and that's my thing is I I don't want you know Sony to become more like Microsoft in the sense that they just can't let some franchises sleep a bit. Uh, and even four had you know it had a decent break from Uncharted three. It was the longest in the series. Yep. Um, and that's fine. Like, I just think you're right. Like, I think this type of game has genre has been a little overdone, especially with Tomb Raider. You know, both of them are fairly similar, not exact, but fairly close. And I'm just okay with us taking a break. And I'm always interested in people trying new things. You know, I talk about all the time, like I may not like a certain game, but 
if that studio the next day said like, Hey, we're working on this other thing and it's completely different. That excites me. And I think they need to free up some of these teams and some of these parties and just let them do something just totally fresh and unique. Yeah. And I, I don't need to see uncharted all the time. I, I think you're absolutely right, Chris, like with the movie success and I just, the, the, age of remakes and all that stuff like i think it's yeah it's unstoppable at this point and it's going to come <laughs> it's you know we're going to get like hit by a wave of uncharted properties if it's not just re-releases or remakes or sequels i just i think i've had enough and i'm not again that's not going to be me negative i i loved uncharted 2 I, I really liked the first one and then uncharted 2 was amazing and then it just started weighing on, like that whole type, you know, we talked about this. It just slowly, I'm like, ah, okay, traversal, puzzle, uh, you know, gunfight, traversal, puzzle, gunfight. Yeah. So, and with um, like Tomb Raider, like I said, I started playing those two. And then it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm getting a little too much, getting a little fatigued. Uh, I need to move on to something else. And that's where I kind of land with Uncharted. I, I have a fondness for hearing the, the name. And, you know, one day I hope to feel something towards uncharted 4 so i can actually like play it one day but until then like yeah i just i don't need to hear anything i i think it's time to let this uh dog sleep well speaking of naughty dog fatigue that leads us into our next article a playstation animator could be hinting at a last of us remake for 2022 this one comes from vgc in a series of tweets published over the last month Robert Morrison, a veteran game animator who recently worked on God of War at Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica, claimed that PlayStation has some bangers coming out this year and alluded to an unannounced project he's been working on. The animator claims that he's not working on the upcoming God of War sequel, Ragnarok. Uh, According to his LinkedIn bio, Morrison currently works for PlayStation Studios Visual Arts, the same studio that is understood to be working on a remake of Last of Us for PlayStation 5, according to multiple reports. It's previously been reported that the unannounced title could release this year, and VGC has heard from their own sources that the remake is nearing completion. In multiple tweets published in the last few weeks, Morrison has alluded to PlayStation bangers releasing during 2022. In addition, he claimed that he's been working on a title for nearly five years that hasn't been shown, However, the animator only rejoined Sony in 2021, so it's not clear if this time frame is in relation to this his current project at PlayStation Studios VA. Uh, Chris, uh, I mean, you're right. We kind of just talked about this with Uncharted. I'm a little less burnt out by The Last of Us, but I guess it brings up the conversation that we've had previous uh, many episodes many times, ago. Yeah many episodes ago and that is do we need a last of us remake the answer to that question is no the game the original game stands on its own and it's great as is i don't see any reason to revitalize that game it it's great like i could it's argu- it's arguably the best yeah. ps3 game i could turn that game is. on right now or even the ps4 version that came out afterwards it's yeah. fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's playable. It's good. It does not need a remake unless they're planning on like changing the story and stuff. Like, you know, I, I there's no reason for it. There really yeah. is. So I, I, do I feel bad for the people that have to work on a remake that's like not needed? Uh, a little bit. I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's disappointing. 
I think you've always bring it up and it has something to do with the HBO yeah. show. Yeah, we talked about just that. Yeah. Trying to, you know, I think ever since The Witcher, man, I just feel like that's what the game yep. studios look at now. And they're just like, hey, if we hit this window, we could see increased sales and it justifies this. And I'm just like, or does it? Because again, I, I don't know if I would buy this or just because isn't yeah the last of us i think the original or like the ps4 version is part of our playstation catalog currently right for having so, a ps5 yeah. yeah so then it's like would i pay for this remake or would i just go play the other one for free that's just as good yeah they're they're 100 percent targeting people that are will maybe watch the show who haven't played the mm-hmm. games that's their audience which seems small uh and i think it is a small market um so I don't understand it because I don't feel like people are going to go crazy and rebuy the game. Like it's like I said, it's good already. I don't know. It's it's confusing and frustrating and I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I really that's the only way to sum that up. So I think we're just going to move on to review roundup uh, this week. We have two games and these scores are obviously from Metacritic. I forget to say every week, but this time I got it. Uh, MotoGP 22 is on PS5, sitting at a critic score of 80, six positive reviews, three mix, zero negative. Uh, not a lot of reviews, but hey, still a good score. So you look into that if you into motorcycles. And then we have Chernobyl Bite, or wait, nope, Chernobylite. Uh, also on PS5, critic score 77, five positive, one mix, zero negative. Not a heavy reviewed game, obviously, just like the other one, but man in a time where there's not a lot of games maybe some of these will interest you uh but that's it for review roundup which means we'll move on to homework what is homework homework is when we don't have enough time in the show to get through everything that happened last week so we give you the article names where you can find those articles and then you go educate yourselves so this week we have call of duty warzone operation monarch trailer teases a showdown between king kong and godzilla this one comes from game informer we talked about that last week but it's now finally confirmed uh godzilla and king kong will be there so so will I. Uh, I have no love for Call of Duty really anymore, but if you're going to throw Godzilla in something, I'm going to show up at least to see what that's like. Uh, Outriders World Slayer arrives June 30th, adds new campaign, progression, gear, and more. This one comes from Game Informer. If you like Outriders, there you go. You got DLC or an expansion. I forget how they're categorizing that one. Uh, latest Elden Ring patch adjusts sorcery, incantations, the weapon skill balancing. That one's in Game Informer. And man, they changed a lot of stuff uh, and potentially added stuff. Uh, I'm hearing rumors that there's a new area that might be unlocked uh, that I have to go look into because, uh, again, Elden Ring is life. Koi Tecmo is following Capcom and Bandai Namco, Bandai Namco in raising employees' base salaries. This one comes from VGC. It's good news. Bandai Namco is doing uh, pretty good stuff there with uh, FromSoft leading the initiative and now others. Four classic siphon filter games have been rated for the PS4 and PS5. This one comes from VGC. Definitely a fan of those games. Uh, it's been a long time, though. <laughs> it's been a long time since we played those. And and I should uh, mention that like that's alluding to them showing up, or more likely showing up on the new PlayStation Plus service. Yeah. Dying Light 2 sells 5 million in its first month. Content revealed next week. This one comes from Push Square. Uh, we don't want the content reveal. We just want the patch notes reveal. Please. Uh, fix your game before you start adding contents. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Depending on which company. 
it, or it's just like rain <laughs> totally take over your screen and then you can't oh, see Oh, I didn't even talk about that earlier. No, you didn't, oh, but I forgot uh, I've never seen so that many. picture and I I was confused. I thought it's like you got attacked or something. No, and that's I'm why, standing like, in the rain know? and it just, I, I like the effect of rain in general, but when it's like mm. so bad that it's obscuring your view of the game. Yeah. Like, get over yourself. Inexcusable. Yeah. Inexcusable. I literally can't see what I'm jumping to because the raindrops are massive. Yeah. It takes two movie in development at Amazon, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be involved. This one comes from VG247. Uh, is he the book? I think he's the book. Oh, that would make sense. <laughs> he's just this ripped book. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of would make sense. Yeah. You can now update your DualSense controller using a PC instead of the PS5. Find out how to do that, uh, possibly by reading the VG247 article. I suspect they talk about how to do that. Is Bungie secretly teasing its next game in Destiny 2? Uh, that could be interesting. Uh, VG247, that is where that article is. Uh, yeah, apparently one of the guys working on the game, uh, someone asked him on Twitter, you know, you previously um, had an Easter egg that talked about Destiny in a Halo game. Yeah. He's like, all right, did you do that with this? And he just said, he, the only reply was just, yes. <laughs> Yeah. So now everyone's like freaking out and being like, "Oh, is there something like that we can find that will like?" And I'm like, "Man, it could be anything." Like, I, I thought Destiny's was something so obscure, like you know, find your destiny or something like that. It was like so small yeah. that I'm like, "You're not gonna find it and actually know what it yeah. is." If I look at the stars and I map the stars, it's like it spells yeah. out the word of the next game. You know, like- make a compass out of popsicle sticks and elastic bands. <laughs> yeah. And- then use that compass to find the... Yeah, it's crazy. Let's get out of here. Steel Rising gameplay first look has a lot of clanking updated release date. This one comes from VG247. Uh, it's Yeah, it looks like a real bad Souls-like. Uh, hopefully, it's going to get better, but that gameplay video was uh, a little rough in my opinion, but whatever. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh. So we got through everything. We got through everything we needed to. News, all that homework. Everything's great. So we just have nothing left to do but otherwise say goodbye bye guys